hi everybody, this is Tina and Sarah, and we're talking right now about the three stages of the sun sign of Cancer. Now, the, if you're just joining us, this is about third stage astrology, which is a particular system of astrology, which understands that every sign has three stages of development, which are three completely different personality types. Each stage of development lasts for several lifetimes, so we are looking at a very, very long process of soul development because we stay the same sign for a long series of lifetimes. And each sign has a particular purpose that it's here to perfect and to express. And each person goes through this process of these stages in their own unique way. So this is, this is not about a cookie cutter kind of astrology. It's more about your deeper inner self and your deeper inner motivations and the kinds of experiences that go along with that. So since every sign has a particular purpose, the purpose for the sun sign of cancer is to nurture what is most precious in life. Mm -hmm. And that of course, again, each soul understands that archetype in their own unique way, because for each Cancerian, what is most precious in life is something a little bit different. And they probably would all agree with each other about their purposes. Oh yeah, what you're doing is pretty important. <laughs> and what I'm doing is pretty important. <laughs> but each person does it in their own way. So in order to learn to nurture what is most precious in life, you first have to learn how to nurture. And so in the first stage of cancer, for the first three or four lifetimes, that's the focus. And so the focus in the first three or four lifetimes of the sun sign of cancer is on family and on children, on raising children. And what's really interesting, just to sort of jump to some of the other stages, is that a lot of people understand that the sign cancer is associated with home and family and, and children, you know, loving, nurturing children. But there are Cancerians who are in stages where that is not a part of their, of their experience at all. And it's not supposed to be a part of their experience at all. They don't want it to be a part of their experience at all. And they'll always say, well, I'm not a Cancerian because I, I don't want children. <laughs> but there's a, really, there's a really good reason for that for some people who are in that sign. In first stage though, you're definitely not a first stage Cancerian if you don't want children. You definitely are a first stage Cancerian if you want and are having children. Mm. So for, for several lifetimes, that's, the, that's what the per person is focused on doing. And even their choice of a mate is based on this is going to be a good person to, to raise a family with. So the family piece of partnership is much more important to a first stage Cancerian than the relational part or, or you know, that romantic or intimate piece. Obviously, it's a piece of it too, but it's, it's a secondary piece. The primary piece is we're going to really raise these children and we're going to give these kids a really good life and a really good upbringing. And so, of course, you learn certain things by doing that. Of course, you learn how to nurture. You learn to understand human emotion. You also learn certain skills that can be used later on if you need them for any manipulative purposes, because <laughs> if you've got to get six kids to bed on time, you have to learn a few tricks. <laughs> and after several lifetimes of putting everything you have into your family, you're, you're kind of automatically putting yourself aside a lot of the time. It's a lot of intense, very focused attention and work. And there's a piece of the person that starts wondering, you know, well, what about me? You know, when am I going to have a chance to develop my talents, my abilities? When is there just time to be myself? And they'd like that, but they think, oh, well, you know, it'll be later. I don't, I can't really do that right now. They don't really consciously realize that their soul's number one focus is family, but they do feel that this is super important to them right now. Mm -hmm. And maybe one day they'll be free. 
And over time, they feel like, well, they really like the freedom more and more, but they can't do that right now. So there's a subtle wish to be free of this, this nurturing, constant nurturing that they're doing in first stage. And on a soul level, it, there's an awareness that the nurturing capacity and all the kinds of deeper emotional understanding that that requires has been pretty well developed. And so it's time to grow in and move on towards the next stage. And there is for each sign the opportunity at the end of first stage to go from first stage into third stage. And that is what everyone has the opportunity of doing. And if a person, anybody watching this right now, who's massively family oriented and has put a tremendous amount of energy into their family, they have a very happy family and happy kids. And they are wondering, well, what about me? And when am I gonna develop myself? And what's my purpose outside of that? May very well be somebody who is at the first third stage transition. And for each sign, when you get to the end of first stage, it's time to make a change. And it can, there can be a big trauma that takes the person into second stage. So if you're now watching this and you, you love your family and you've done a great, amazing job and you're wanting something more, you can avoid the trauma <laughs> at the end of first stage cancer by going from first stage into third stage. So we will get into that when I talk about it some more, but I want you to know that there doesn't have to be upheaval. Because for most people who are not consciously aware of what is going on, this need to develop themselves, this need for something greater beyond just this smaller family situation that they've put everything into is very, very deep and strong at a soul level. And at a soul level, it is time for a change. If the person does not consciously wake up and realize that and do the work required to go from first stage to third stage, then there will, there will be family upheaval because it's time for this whole family situation to, to break up and become something greater. It doesn't have to break up if you're gonna go first to third stage, but it does break up if a person, when a person goes from first stage into second stage. So there are different ways that this can happen. And if you're not in a happy family situation, you have gone through this before in the previous lifetime. It, 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 only is, it is something that will only happen to adults that will go from first stage to second stage because it's, it's the adult who is in a responsible position that experiences that first, second stage transition. And it's the family breaking up or ha having upheaval in some way. One way that it can happen is through political events. So a big, big larger scenario occurs and it actually literally physically tears the family apart as it's tearing the society apart. The other way that it can happen is with, with the marriage or the partnership breaks apart and that, that splits the family. Another way that it can happen is for a, a, a child to be born into the family situation who is a, is a disturbed soul. Mm. And I have experienced Cancerians who I've worked with in this current lifetime who had who were loving, wonderful parents, two Cancerians actually, and had wonderful children and one really disturbed child who really just blew the family to pieces. And they, so what do you mean by disturbed soul? Like, what does that look like? Well, it looks like a person who has a lot of mental and emotional problems that came out of nowhere that they mm -hmm. can't explain mm -hmm. because the, the, the parents are saying, or the parents saying, well, what did I do wrong? Or what did we do wrong? And, and this is one thing that our culture doesn't live, rarely leaves much room for. We tend to think that when children are born, they come in and they're a blank slate. And then everything we do is going to shape them and change them and it's our responsibility to make them who they are. And if they don't turn out well, it's all our fault. 
and nobody's a blank slate. We have, we're, we're infinite beings. We have had, you know, we're living forever <laughs> in many, many lifetimes. We have a history. So people come in and they're already who they are. Definitely our experiences inform us and shape us and are the experiences we've chosen in order to continue the journey of becoming who we are. But our parents are never 100% responsible for how we turn out. And in fact, that's a bit of a cop-out for the child to blame the parents for how they turned out. And of course, that doesn't excuse parents who are abusive, but any difficult or negative situation is always something that the soul's encountering for a purpose or for a reason. So to go back to what happens at the end of first stage cancer, sometimes a person is born and they're a big mess from their past lives. And an example of what could happen is, is a person could have a child who is a, a, the second stage bad child Gemini, which if you don't understand what that is and you're curious about it, you can look at the Gemini section because there's lots of great stuff about Geminis, but there's one particular type of Gemini that's a problem. There are certain signs, there are certain stages, almost every sign has, has a certain stage an, or an optional form of expression that isn't pretty <laughs> and that is, is not pleasant to be around. So if a person is born in that, in that kind of stage of expression, the parents can't always do, do something about that. Mm. And, but you see, everybody's in, in a situation for, the, for their own learning, for their own development. We're all one. This is a, we're all part of one great being. We're all part of God that is this one great being. We're little pieces of God. And we all fit together like little jigsaw piece, little jigsaw puzzle pieces. So if, 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 if a Cancerian is at the end of first stage, it's time for them to move into second stage. They're, they're, a disturbed child is born into the family. This is a weird, odd, backhanded kind of gift to get that Cancerian to move into the next stage of their development. And they can still go from first stage into third stage, which is the happy place to be. But they'll certainly move forward. And sometimes progress is painful. It doesn't have to be, but it's not necessarily wrong if that's how things go. <laughs> so whichever way family goes into upheaval, there, it's, it's obviously traumatic. And the thing about being a parent is, despite what I've said about the fact that we, we are not 100% responsible for how our children turn out, every parent always feels some responsibility when things go wrong. It's, it's an instinctive, innate thing. Society should not push that on us. I and mean, I, I feel that it does, and that many parents end up messing up their parenting capabilities because we're so worried about doing it wrong. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. However, because there's that tendency to feel somewhat responsible, especially for Cancerians, who for quite a while at the end of first stage, they were kind of secretly hoping for their freedom. So now, horrible, horrible freedom. Now I have my freedom. I, I, I could never have wished for this to happen, but I'm afraid that part of me did wish for it to happen. And that, you know, I, I've, I've, I've made it, I somehow made this happen. I'm somehow responsible for it. Very common experience. In second stage cancer. So in second stage cancer too, we're now in a situation where there's family stress and family upheaval. If, if a person is born into second stage cancer, they're born into more dysfunctional family situations, and they tend to feel responsible for everything that goes on. And of course, 
dysfunctional people are pretty instinctive. Children are pretty instinctive. They know our weaknesses. And so a second stage cancer is easily manipulated by family members a lot of the time. Other second stage cancerians are just mad about the whole situation. They, they're, they're, they're so tired of feeling so much and feeling so much emotion. They don't want to feel emotion anymore. They don't want anybody to manipulate them. They will try to manipulate other people to, because they're frustrated and they want to be happy and they want to get their way. So we get the really overly responsible cancerians in second stage who are being manipulated by their families and feel terribly responsible for everything that goes wrong in the family. And then we have others who manipulate others because they're so frustrated. You can do both. <laughs> and um, there's another thing that happens in second stage cancer and it has to do with intimate relationships. And that is that in first stage cancer, the person chooses their partner on the basis of this is a good person to make to create a family with. In second stage cancer, there's so much confusion about family. I love my family, I wanna look after my family. Another trait of second stage cancer as a person who is a, second, is a child, when they're a child in second stage cancer, is there's a lot of fear that something's gonna go wrong in their family or something's gonna go wrong with their parents. It's very common for second stage cancerians that their parents are coming home from somewhere and they're late, they're worried, do they get in an accident, are they okay? Because there's the memory of, of this traumatic family destruction that happened before. So they're afraid of it happening again. Yeah. And they get paranoid. <laughs> and so it's, it's, it's challenging because you, you don't, they still don't feel like they can be themselves. And this is what they need to be more than anything else, but they're too busy looking after this crazy situation that they're, that they're born into or that life sort of slowly developed into. Um, and some will just rebel and, and retreat and, and, you know, be in, be in negative emotional states and push the world away. And that's an unhappy place to be in too. So regard, oh, and what I was saying about, but the, the intimate relationship piece, I kind of talked myself away from it. Because in first stage, they choose a partner on the basis of this is a good person to create a family with, they have, they have forgotten about the other part of the purpose of a partnership or an intimate relationship, which is self-development, self-actualization. So love is also important for us to really know ourselves, to really develop ourselves, to understand and develop our partner. That's a different facet of, 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 of life and of the purpose of partnership. And that's the facet of relationship that's, that cancerians need to develop. So in second stage cancer, there's often a conflict between a person who feels like a partner, a good partner to build a family with versus a person who feels like this is a person I can develop myself with. This is an exciting person. This is a person who can take me out of my comfort zone, inspire me as a being and inspire me in my development and in life. And so there's, there's all kinds of challenges around infidelity that's, that some second stage cancers go through, not all of them, but some are definitely torn between these two kinds of relationships or can feel a lot of conflict about getting into a partnership in the first place because they're still wired initially originally wired to feel like a partnership is is about building family so immediately a partnership feels like a major obligation yeah. it doesn't feel like i'm gonna have fun with this person i'm gonna develop myself we're gonna the world will be our oyster it feels like oh god i'm gonna have a chain around my neck <laughs> i have to be responsible for everybody and look after everybody and have to look after children and then it will all go to hell <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's it's not a conscious feeling a lot of the times it's a subconscious feeling with 
person doesn't really understand it. And it, so it's very confusing for them. And it can be confusing for a partner who's trying to, trying to deal with this person and not know what's going on. And because they're so emotional, they get overwhelmed by their emotions, especially male cancerians. It's, very, it's really difficult to be a male cancerian. The reason is that cancer is the most sensitive sign of the zodiac. And men are actually physiologically more emotional and more sensitive than women. And this is something that very few people know. It's biological reality that's known about in certain circles, <laughs> but it's not generally known. And so the, the poor cancerian male feels like he's the only one who's way too emotional, giant wuss. I don't want to deal with my emotions. This is overload. It's too much. So a second stage cancer male has huge struggles with being an emotional person. And so that's another facet of things that's challenging. So for everyone in second stage, there's, there's, it's, it's tough. You know, at the end of second stage cancer, you might be living in retreat and really depressed and really unhappy. You might be living in this really dysfunctional family that's often a multi-generational family where, you, where everybody wants you to look after all their problems and you feel you have to fix all their problems, but you want to live your own life and you've got your own goals. You want to go do that. There's relationship conflicts. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of craziness going on. And the person eventually gets to the point where they feel like, I've had enough, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so as soon as we get to that point, we enter into second, third stage. And in second, third stage, that's where we start consciously working on these patterns in our lives and transforming those patterns. So that the most important thing that, that a second third stage cancer really needs to know is that it's, they have absolutely every right to develop themselves, to develop all their strengths and all their talents and to pursue the things that give them joy and that inspire them and to start to take some kind of, it, they move towards where they immediately step right into some kind of larger purpose or a larger mission. Uh, um, a saying I have about third stage cancer is, my children can't be happy unless your children are happy. There's the realization that the world is our larger family. So there's a social responsibility and a social consciousness that third stage Gemini people have. And second, third stage, or not Gemini, sorry, third stage cancer. <laughs> That's what people have. <laughs> we just did Gemini, can you tell? <laughs> so there's... Um, but during that second, third stage, it, it's really very important to go and study the things you want to study, never mind what your family tells you, because it's, it's quite common to be involved in manipulative situations where people don't want you to do what you want to do, and they can use guilt to manipulate you. This is a, not every Cancerian has this, but it's a pretty common pattern. And so you, it's so important to know that, no, my larger responsibility is to develop myself and to do the things that make me happy because it's going to give me those skills, those abilities, that knowledge and that understanding to go out there and make a difference in the world. To develop the spiritual side of, of the self. And that's really important for every sign as they're going into third stage. And for cancer, it's, it's really almost more important than for other signs in a certain way because they've been so personally oriented for so many lifetimes. And they need to have that spiritual dimension because the spiritual dimension, it allows them to balance their lives and it allows them to really step into their larger purpose, their larger mission, because it is to nurture what is most precious in life and they can have happy and positive and productive families in third stage, but it's optional. And this is the type of Cancerian, a second third stage Cancerian, 
who says, I, some of them say, I don't want to have children. I'm not in this, I'm not in this life to have children. And if they feel that way, that's absolute truth. It's gospel truth. <laughs> Although some might change their mind later on and be very happy about it. The most important thing is, no, you're not supposed to be looking after other people right now. You're supposed to be looking after yourself. You're supposed to be discovering yourself, discovering your talents, and finding your spiritual path. And the spiritual path for Cancerians should be something that's emotionally felt, and it's a very, very deep within the self. And for some Cancerians, it's, it's not, a, not a, um, a, a based on creativity or imagery or nature, but for many Cancerians, it is. For many Cancerians, a more earth-based spiritual path, it just feels more like it's at, they're at home. Because there's a challenge in second, third stage in terms of spirituality, because spirituality can feel like it's an invasion. And when we first open up to spiritual or higher energies or dimensions, it, it's, it's kind of shocking and overwhelming. And it, 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 there's a, it's a challenge to the ego for people. And I firmly believe we need our egos. <laughs> we're, we're, they have a purpose. They have a function. They allow us to create the things we're here to create in this world. And Cancer definitely agrees with that. They're here to do things that have meaning and value in this world. But the ego has to, has to size itself up a little bit. It has to open up and let that greater force act through itself. And that's challenging for everybody. It's, it's a bit more challenging for Cancerians because a lot of them have experienced negative invasions as a feature of their first, second stage transition trauma, whether it was an, an actual political invasion that blew the family apart because of a larger issue that was going on, or whether the invasion was the the incarnating child who caused problems or the other person. Sometimes there's a third party that blew up the, the marriage. Yeah. These are all invasions that the person, and, and many second stage Cancerians are very, very protective and defensive over their family, the things that are important to them. You know, they're, they're, they're more likely to, to um, you know, be part of the NRA because they've got to protect everybody, make sure nobody invades and destroys things. Um, and so they need a form of spirituality that's not going to feel so invasive. And so if it comes from within themselves, or if it's nature or earth-based, it's generally going to be more, more, more suiting to the individual. And as they have that spiritual understanding, then they have this capacity that's very unique to this particular sign of invoking spiritual power in order to make really concrete changes in the world. So they are the people who can actually make miracles happen on behalf of, say, an environmental cause or some kind of larger social cause that protects people, protects situations. They, they really can bring a greater force to bear in a very mystical way. Third stage Cancerians is quite amazing, actually. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. It's interesting you mention um, kind of that second, third stage cancer. Um, one of my best friends has just recently decided not to have children. And for the longest time I had felt from her, you know, she'd be a perfect mom for the longest time. And when <laughs> she made this decision, um, I think there was quite a few people that were a little bit shocked, not only because yes. from a culture perspective, it's kind of a little bit more of a rarity, but yes. from her too, she's such a loving, nurturing person that that mm -hmm. would be naturally something that you would think would be the, the perfect fit. But at the same time, um, you know, she's 
a personal chef and she's growing her business and she's an entrepreneur and she's doing big things yes. and um, she just got married and just as a part of that partnership it's not something that um uh, she felt she needed this lifetime That's right. That's it was really powerful for her to make that decision and stick yes. by it and and um um see other people kind of you know have that acceptance around her Yes, that's great. Yeah, it looks like she's doing a great job of second, third stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and not to say, I mean, some of them do have children. Some, some yeah. people have children all the way through with, with that sign. It doesn't mean you can't have children if you're in second, third yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. But if, if you don't want to, really, yeah, definitely listen to that and honor that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, so for first, third stage cancer, which I was talking about before when I was talking about first stage cancer, it's, it's recognizing that I either love the way things are right now and there's a part of me that wants to grow. And so I'm gonna pursue that self-development and I'm gonna pursue my spiritual life. And so if the person does that, then there's no need for there to be upheaval in their family situation. They can actually grow into the, the magical miracle worker. They can actually start to take responsibility on a larger on a larger social scale they can have deep and profound spiritual experiences and they take up that role as um the nurturer on a, on a larger scale where you're you know your children my children can't be happy unless your children can be happy where we're taking social responsibility we're taking care of the earth you know we're taking care of something from that spiritual dimension and even if the, the, the upheaval has already started to go towards the spiritual dimension, to go towards the higher social level, it can it can really mitigate and transform that that whole um, you know the whole disruption that's going on. That you kind of have to say, well, this is my arena in which I've been learning certain skills. I love these people. I want this to work out well, and there is a larger mission I have to attend to as well. Mm -hmm. And as I attend to that, because sometimes in life what we focus on is what we get. And if we're, if we're in a, a state where things are bad and there's upheaval and struggle and we're focusing on how bad that is, it mm -hmm. seems to keep going. <laughs> yeah. If we say, okay, I'm, I'm in my own newly developed spiritual path or the spiritual path I'm returning to that I grew up with, I'm calling on divine, a divine force to help my situation, to help the family around me, and I'm stepping into my bigger purpose as well, that can help everything settle down because mm -hmm. it, it, it invokes that third stage cancer miracle worker quality. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the best way to, to resolve a crisis is to just set certain things in motion and then leave it to its own devices and go and do something else. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so those are the three stages of cancer. <laughs> 